Is that a little one? Oh, you want more or you want? Enough. Is that That's good? good? That's good. You sure? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. All right. Come I on. I didn't realize you had the big eyes. Make there. make good decisions. Good decisions. And then we part. Welcome, Whiskey Friday podcast fans. What's up, guys? Hey, uh, welcome back. We are here. Uh, Patriot Mike. Hello. Hello. What's up, Patriot? Jason's back with us. What's up, man? A little more sober. Today. A little more sober. Little more He's going to finish some thoughts tonight. He's yeah. got some good ideas. Uh, we'll just, see. We'll see. I, I'm ready. <laughs> I, so I, we have a good podcast coming up. Uh, so I wanted to talk about masculinity, and we'll get into that in a second. I got some good stats that I like, some data, and I want to get your guys' opinion on some stuff and just see where the night takes us. How's that sound? I like it. You ready? I had some notes, but I think I forgot them. Oh, shit. Well, you can run and get them if you want. And no. (laughs) To be honest with you, I really didn't. It's not like you have to drive to your house. I didn't really have a lot of extra time this week. Yeah. So when you text me, I was like, hey, start looking this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, don't put masculinity in like a Google like thing because no. all kinds of weird shit comes yeah. up, you know. Yeah. So the, the way to do it is, uh, one thing that I learned this week is there's a uh, thing called Pew Research, P-E-W, and it's... Uh, Pube? Pew. Pube. Pew. Pube? Uh, Pew Research, P-E-W. Is there a at the end of it? No, 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 no. Okay. I think I, I, think can, I, I think I can help out with this whole pew pew, pew thing yeah. yeah 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 oh the bee's silent yeah the bee is the silent. Bee is there silent. is no bee now now you just sound we're stupid. testing now, together we're testing now you just together. sound stupid so but first let's get into what we're drinking i want to say thank you to speedway uh this bottle was brought to me special by luna um i walked in to get our normal bottle last week and then she's like oh crap i forgot and so she got on the phone with like two diff- different people, they were like, "Hey, just go to the house, pick up that bottle of Four Roses, and bring it to the uh, bring it to the store because Aaron's here and he's waiting." So I hung out and waited for a little bit. They brought it, and uh, she really wanted me to try this stuff. So I gotta I gotta go now. Where are you going? Tammy goes, "Really? You made me write down all that shit and you didn't even take the paper." Uh, all the notes. The notes. See, are the notes. Yeah. All right. So do you care if I read this off? No, go ahead. Okay. All right, so this is, uh, it's not your normal Four Roses. This is the single barrel, Kentucky, uh, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, distilled and aged by Four Roses Distillery in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Mm. 50% alcohol, so it's 100 proof. This is barrel number Ooh. 25-5Q. And so it's got a little band on uh, around the neck, and I want to read it. It's kind of a cool. It's a cool looking bottle, though. It's almost like a wood band, but it's yeah, almost like one of those oh, like leather leather it's bracelets. A leather band, yeah. So the story behind the bottle you're holding is entirely unique to Four Roses. Only Four Roses uses five yeast strains with two mash bills to create ten completely different bourbon recipes. For this single bourbon product, I always hand select each barrel from the same recipe at the peak of its maturity for its robust and distinctive character. You'll notice rich aromas of fruit and delicate flavors of apricot. Is it apricot or apricot? I say apricot, but... I think I I say apricot, too. I said apricot as a kid, but, like, the more distinguished I've gotten with the more gray in my beard. You're an 
apricot guy a, now? A, apricot. It goes to apricot Ooh. when you when you become distinguished, I think. I guess so. Of apricot and pear uh, balance uh, perfectly with notes of oak, light, light spice, and caramel. Now, is it caramel or caramel? I'm a caramel guy, dude. Are you caramel? I'm yeah, a caramel me too. guy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Each barrel yields about 180 bottles, which are marked with the exact warehouse and aging location on the handwritten label. While enjoying the uniqueness of this award-winning single-barrel bourbon, we hope you take the time to notice how smooth and mellow it begins and then rewards you with a finish that that's long, soft, and delicate. Enjoy Brent Elliott Master Distiller. So I, I really like the bottles that um, actually do the handwritten labels. I think that's really cool. Uh, it means like they're actually there, like watching it, you know? For sure, and, and this is not a normal-made bottle. No. Uh, if you guys could see the bottle right now, it is almost like an 1800 bottle. If you guys remember the old Cuervo 1800 yeah. bottles, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's conical to the towards the top. Yep. It's custom. It is, and it's got the four roses emblem in the front that's yeah. uh, uh, um, melted into the glass or out of the glass. It yeah. kind of protrudes a little bit. No, extrudes. Ex there you go, bud. It extrudes Look at you. from the glass. There it is. And actually, I, I like this cork, and, and it... It did. did I ruin it? I think you did. Man, it pops so loud. It I, did. I did well, we it. made it wet. Oh, that's what when she we said. We poured it. That's what that's she, what she <laughs> said. <laughs> All right, so let's give it a little taster. All right. Cheers. Cheers. A little snipperoo. So there's. All right. This is a single right. barrel. Just real quick. Apricot. Apricot. Oh, we had this conversation. Which one? Apricot. Apricot. Yeah, now I think I say it. But he both doesn't have ways. he doesn't have gray in his beard though. How do you say it? Apricot. I think I'm apricot. Apricot. I don't say it enough yeah. to even know how. I don't say, say it either. <laughs> it's true. When's the last time you went and bought an apricot from yeah. the store? I don't even know. I think it's, Excuse me. Uh, I don't even think that's the proper. They don't way. sell them here. Either way. Do you have an apricot here? Or an apri ap apricot. apricot? Apricot. No, it's apricot, dude. It's apricot. It has to be. There's two letters behind the A, so it's got to be. Right, makes it a short A. A short A. If there was only one consonant. It'd be a long A. It'd be an apricot. If it was A-P-E-R, apricot. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's face it. I don't know. Now I'm. All right, you know what? We're not even going to talk about masculinity. We're going to figure this We're gonna out We're going to figure tonight. out how to pronounce apricot. Dude, that's not bad. You guys are more connoisseurs than I am, but no, we're not connoisseurs. We're we're but, alcoholics. Uh, Did it get you? A little bit of a burn in the nose. Oh really? I got no. Oh, I didn't burn. get no burn. I got no burn. A little bit. I got burn in the uh, the chest region. I got a burn. It came like up into my nose. No, I got burn like hey, right here. We're not snorting tonight, all right? I told you to drink it. Let's do it one more. Let's do one more. Let's see what right. it tastes like. I'm gonna roll my ice around because I I heard it's uh. It's very uh, distinguished. That's what you see, like in the movies. You see the guys like they'll. No, spin it's it. actually a girl that does that. Usually, yeah, it's the girl that's doing that, and she's seducing the guy. So that's <laughs> not masculine. And then you see the guy in the corner going, "Oh yeah, getting some." She I'm not a huge whiskey guy. So I know you guys game. been doing this for a minute, but that's not bad. No. No, I I bet too. Once the ice kind of melts a little bit. Get better. It's gonna get better for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, 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 uh, but it's got a little burn. 
All right. But it's not. It's down here. Mine is down here. Yeah, mine's mine, down here. Mine was on that one. It was. I think maybe I burped or oh, yeah. something happened and it came back up. That's yeah. why I got mine's it. Mine's down here. Mine's deep. So, <laughs> I just girl today on Instagram. She oh, was like biting this go. thing. And I don't know what it was. It, it almost looked like a, uh, a soda-filled balloon. And I don't know why she was biting it. And she was like trying to get into it. And it's like she finally snapped it and all the soda shot out of her nose or something. It was like, and she's like, was she trying to do a, like a Mentos thing? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But one thing, have you ever done the Mentos thing with your kids? No. We need to do that. I'm, I'm still stuck on this apricot, apricot thing. Hold on. Is it tomato or tomato? Hey, Siri. What is the, mm-hmm. what is the correct, correct? Pronunciation of apricot. Jesus Christ! If you can't say pronunciation. Okay, I found this on the web. For what is the what is the correct correct? What is the what? All right, hold on. Hey Siri. What is the correct pronunciation of apricot? Here's what I find. Apricot pronunciation. It's it's not. It's not a fucking touchscreen, bro. It's not. No, it's not a touch. Uh, is it your so, computer? No, it's his. Oh, it's ours. I was like, how well, do you it's not ours, know this? In American English, apricot. Apricot. Ooh. Apricot. Ah, it's a short A. In British English. It's a short A. Apricot. Oh, British. Apricot. See, you're still living in Australian under English. Britain rules. It's still a short apricot. A. None of them were a long A. Apricot. Oh, in Welsh English. Australia was apricot. Yeah, apricot. and British too. Apricot. 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 That's how I'm going to start saying it So now. I guess we're all right. Apricot. We're all sort of right. Well, if you want to live before the Revolutionary War, then yeah, it's apricot. If we would have lost that war, we'd be saying apricot right now like a bunch of fucking Brits. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all have that fucked up teeth. Yeah. <laughs> apricot, apricot, tomato, tomato. So you guys were talking about, have you guys potato, been to uh, Lynchburg? guys go with the Jack Daniels uh, distillery? I have not. That is one thing that so would be awesome. So I was listening to one of your podcasts, and uh, it was amazing. But you're talking about, yeah, I think you're just drinking a single barrel Jack or something weird. And I was uh, thinking about the Lynchburg thing, and I went there. I saw it, and it is an amazing distillery. It's unbelievable. They are old school. I'm, I'm talking like if one match gets lit, the whole fucking thing is burned down. Oh, it's yeah. Like, you would be like, it's crazy. Like, they still have old old timber construction, like four stories tall. Like, it's it's scary is what it is. You know what's even weirder about Lynchburg, Tennessee? Is there a dry county? Right. They exactly. don't sell any alcohol in Lynchburg, Tennessee. They don't? No. They and, are a dry county. Yeah. That is news to That's me. That's not 100% true. So they don't, they do sell, they do sell stuff, but they don't sell it like, say you go drink uh, liquor on a Sunday. You can't get liquor on a Sunday yeah. at all. You right, but I, mean? I from they're what, dry on Sunday. From what I've heard, they're a dry county, period. Like no stores in Lynchburg in no. the county can sell No, liquor. they do sell, but they don't sell liquor, right? So they do, they will sell oh, beer. like beer and shit. But they don't sell, it's so... Well, the, and the East the same, Coast is so fucking it's, weird. It's the same thing because when I went to uh, my old job when I lived in California, I used to travel a lot for work. So I'd go all over the U.S. <clears throat> and I went to uh, Georgia and I was in Atlanta. And uh, one night after work, we're like, oh, let's go get some beer. So we walked in, like walking down the street from our hotel, there was a liquor store. So we're like, okay, cool. 
walk in and I'm like looking around. We're looking around. We're like, well, where's the fucking beer in this place? Yeah. So we like walked up and I'm like, hey dude, like where where's the beer? And he's like, beer. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, like Bud Light. Like where's the beer at? And they're like, well, we don't sell beer here. And I'm like, you're a liquor store. He's like, yeah, we're a liquor store. We sell liquor, right. like hard alcohol. Yeah. He goes, if you want beer, you have to go next door. And they had like an opening in the wall. It's like Utah. Where you like walk into yeah. the to the next building. That's the same building, like owned by the same people, but you walk through the, the wall. They couldn't sell together. They can't sell no. beer. Like you sell liquor yeah. at a liquor store and you sell you know, beer at like is, a convenience store. That is a very store. like, uh, it's old school because it, obviously the East Coast was built <clears throat> first before, you know, obviously yeah. coming out We screwed up one time. We're, we're in New York for 9-11, dude. We're like, we're going up to Maine. We, we rented a house in Maine. So we're, we're rolling through Connecticut, which is a long, skinny state, yeah. right? And we're sitting there, and, and you know, we're a little hungover or whatever. We're like, oh, dude, we need to stop and get some beer. Nope, we stopped at the first place. Nope, can't get beer. Stop at the next place. No, can't get beer. I'm like, dude, what the hell? It's like noon now. We assumed it was like Arizona back in the day where you can't get 10. beer until like 10 o'clock. I remember so when we got like, rid of that. It was like 11 o'clock. Nope, can't get beer. I was like, dude, what the hell? He's like, no, it's the weekend. You can't get beer on a weekend at all. We're like. Holy shit! Get us the fuck out of this state. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. we just cruise north as fast as we can. But well, same yeah. thing in in Georgia. Like, you can't you can't buy al- any kind of alcohol at a store on a Sunday. The yeah. only place you can get beer or liquor yeah. is at a restaurant. Yeah. Well, that that's it's a very weird. old school thing because, like, uh, when I spent you know two years in Germany, it was really weird because the drinking age was sixteen. You could drink beer. 18 then you could start drinking hard alcohol so we would see and then we would even see restaurants that would do cola weizens which was coke and beer and they would give them like eight-year-old kids would be drinking it coke and beer and then they did lemonade weizen which was uh lemonade and beer that's a german thing yeah it's it's a german thing but you would see younger kids 12 years old 14 years old they would get one like one with with their their dinner their dinner or whatever and it was so weird and one of the weirdest things that was a shocker was we were at a restaurant and they, they, all the restaurants still had cigarette machines. Saw a kid had to like reach up on his tippy toes to put the Euro coins in to get cigarettes for his dad. They still allowed kids to like go get smokes for their, for That's their parents. It was fucking crazy. But I was like, I feel like I'm back in the, but that. Like the fifties e- and sixties. Like. But you got to remember the East coast was around a lot. <laughs> When, when, when we came out to the West, we were already adopting new rules. Dude, and new, the East the Coast rules. is a trip. It's man. crazy when you go over there and you're like, I man. went down there for five years straight, dude, and it, every single time it's a trip, dude, it's a trip. I got one funny story um, about uh, we went down there one year and uh, we got in a cab. It's and a uh, Did I tell you this already? No. Oh. So we got in a cab and uh, we're talking to the cabbie. I was like, dude, everyone's being fucking rude. And they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, dude. Fucking Boston lost, fucking uh, the Pats lost, oh, or whatever, yeah. you know. It's like, he's like, you guys don't want to go out tonight, or whatever. He's just talking shit. I was like, no, dude, we're, we're friendly. He's like, they don't give a fuck, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't go out. He's telling us right now. He's like, dude, don't go out. Like, yeah. You know, sure enough, we go, any bar we went to, dude, they're just being an asshole, dude. He's like, it's not worth losing your life. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, that's pretty much what he was saying, dude. And I was like, I, I've never right. been there, but they say Philadelphia is the worst. So, oh, Philadelphia. Oh, when they Philly's lose. way worse. Yeah. I've been there, way too. Worse. That's another story. But anyways, so the next year we go there, fucking Boston won, fucking, uh, and the Pats won. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? so. And fucking, everyone's like, 
High five. We're best friends. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Isn't All, it crazy? Yeah. We're it's like best they're friends. Die, wrong. They're yeah. diehard. They're, dude, they're, they're so they're, diehard. I think I'm diehard, like, and I am not, dude. Those not guys, even close. No, no. Not even fucking. No. I'm not even the same no. level. Of they, they, they are who put the word fanatic. Yeah, for they sure. They are the the reason that I that can't is even an actual fathom word. what they go through. Like, we're we're fans, right? When we, the cabbie says, they, like, they are the full word. The cabbie says, just go straight to your hotel. Don't go anywhere yeah. else. Like, don't go That's out. Sad. You're not a local, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, pretty much what he was saying. Like, you will get pummeled. Yeah, do not go out. I was like, dude, we're good for one. <clears throat> but anyways, he's like, dude, just. Go to your hotel. I was like, no, dude, we're good. You know? He's like, Man. no, you're not. <laughs> you want to make you want to. It makes you like want to go find that cabbie. And be like, you're right, bro. Yeah, sorry, you I should have listened like, to you, dude. Should have right. listened. Did you're you go right. out, or did huh? you guys go back? Oh, to the we went out. We went to so Boston has the oldest bar in the U.S. Uh-huh. It's on the cobblestone street. George Washington fucking drank there. It was amazing. We had to go there. Wait, we there. Oh, it's history. Year. We had to go there. You drank where where our first president drank. But literally. As soon as we got there, dude, because they all lost, dude, people were talking to us, and we didn't have their accent. They they just wanted to fight, like, immediately, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, fucking, oh, these yeah. guys ain't little fucking locals, They dude. could be fans of the other team that yeah, beat us tonight. Yeah. We don't know, you but guys they could be. You guys, they, like, played the White Sox. Are you fucking White Sox fans, yeah. huh? Yeah. You dude, fucking cock? They were mad. Where's your fucking cock? They were mad because we didn't have their accent. I was like, dude, I don't even care who you guys fucking played tonight, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, did you go for a walk in the park? <laughs> No, fuck you then. <laughs> Seriously. What's how, your name? That's how wicked it is. Tony. It was, oh, fuck you, Tony. Hey, it was fuck crazy. You, Tony. It was crazy wicked, bro. Crazy fucking wicked. It was wicked. fucking wicked awesome. <laughs> wicked awesome. Yeah. It was nuts. But anyway, <laughs> I did go to the oldest bar in the U.S. on a cobblestone street in Boston. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. But I, I want. I've been. I've been talking to, to Tammy about it. I want to go to fucking. Like. I want to go back east. I want to go to Philly, New York. Oh, dude. Just like. So I was talking to my old lady. Boston. I, I just don't want to go anymore right now. I like, told her, I was just like, not... hey, man. I was like, man, it's all good. Like, the dudes would get it. Like, I, I told her, I was like, dude, I don't think you would enjoy it so much. You know, I really don't. Yeah. Like, I don't think she would enjoy it so much. For one, it's a crazy mess. You know what I mean? I could tell her, I can, because I've been there like It's just dangerous, six years. dude. It's, it's super dangerous. dangerous. I could take you to all of my little secret bars and all that kind of shit. Like, like <coughs> there's the ones you go in like a, a phone booth and you drop down, go to. Really? Super cool. Oh, oh yeah. They're amazing. They're We awesome. need a boys trip down. Back dude, but down there, it's dude. only a boys trip is what I'm saying. Like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't enjoy it, dude. I'm telling you right now. I want to go to Philly. And I want to go to Philly. Oh, for, dude, Philly, for, dude, you can't walk. Fucking, I want to go to Philly. You can't walk three feet without getting a fight, dude. I want to go to Philly <laughs> for one reason and one reason only. You probably know why. For maybe. Philly cheesesteak? No. Well, maybe you don't know why. I want to go to Tun Tavern. The I don't know birthplace that. of the Marine Corps. Uh, it's not uh, there anymore. Fair enough. It's not there anymore. They they tore the bar down. Why? Yeah. But there's a there's a historical plaque mm-hmm. that says like you know. This is where Tun Tavern stood. You know, the Marine Corps was So know, New York has a here. place like that. It's called McSorley's. And it's uh, the oldest place. Yeah. Have you heard about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oldest place. And there's guys that walk out with fucking 14 fucking beers they can hold in one hand. The oldest place in New York for firemen. It's a fireman bar. It yeah. has been for fucking centuries, dude. Like, it's, it's amazing. Um, 
There's a, there's a ton of like cool places down there um, in New York that are like I'm a history buff. All yeah, about the I mean? first so responders. You go you go down there. You well, can literally walk down. When I went to Boston, street, I went to the on um, Paul Revere's like ride, dude. Mm-hmm. That that shit is fucking. It's amazing. Awesome. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and, then, and that's why I want to go. I want to go to these places for the history, not go, for like. So going, my wife wouldn't enjoy it. I'm not, I'm going to 9 11. She would enjoy the history. Or, she would enjoy the history, but she would enjoy the shit that I like. You know right. what I mean? She like, wouldn't enjoy I, going, I honestly, going to the bars. I don't. And, I don't. Going and doing shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't think that Christina enjoys. I'm not going to say appreciates, enjoys history as much as I do. No. I, I, will, I will geek out with a lot of that history oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, me too. It, yeah. it just like. When we, I went with my family to New York um, for the first time post uh, post 9/11, and uh, they, they were talking. We, we went by like that that old school Catholic church, and there's this massive tree that's been there for hundreds of years. And I guess they they said when, when the built when one of the towers went down, all the rubble was coming towards it, and that tree saved the church. And the trees like all jacked up on one side. You could see it. It took a bunch of shrapnel, dude. Like fucking ton of shit. But they're like, if this tree wasn't here, if this this whole church would have been down because the way it expands up, it's like this old oak tree, but it fucking goes for like it's almost like a football field like long. Yards. It's fucking massive, yeah. and you're just like you're looking at this tree and you're like. Fuck me, dude. That is that's Which nuts. Is crazy about it. it I've seen that tree. I know exactly what he's talking about. It's right in the middle of downtown. There's like the only tree in yeah. the middle of a fucking yeah. cement fucking yeah. city. Minus you know like I mean? the little pokey yeah. podunk trees that, yeah, that right. are just like sticking out of someone's fucking gutter. The little twigs that are sticking yeah. up everywhere else. It's pretty cool. It's cool shit. I just I don't know. I I honestly don't think women um <coughs> No, nah, I I wouldn't say that. I, our wives I wouldn't say she wouldn't enjoy it. Might she, might she, not enjoy the history as I much as Tam, we do. I think Tammy would enjoy the history and the the, the ambiance of it, but I don't think she would enjoy like going out to the bars or going to these like fireman bars or these right. Sports so I went down there for six years. Stuff. Like, I went down there for six years in a row, and all we did is go party and like support and fucking. Every time we've gone, we've gone to the same bar because the first time we went there was the Irish pub. And it was old school bartender was like, all right, every fourth round's on me, you know? And we, we drank there all fucking night and Justin was there. My buddy, my other buddy, Shane was there. My brother, my dad, we were all there fucking watching Yankees one dude. Everyone, same thing. Oh, everyone's dude. going fucking berserko. Everyone's your best friend. The Mets lost. So one person, lonely person <laughs> in the bar fucking all hates himself. Off. He's fucking all pissed off, but he's still there drinking. And it's just like. We would go back to that same bar. We went back five years later. The fucking bartender recognized us. Dude, that's how legit they are. I'm, I'm like, right now. holy shit. He goes, oh, I went I there remember. one year. I never paid for a hotel in my next five years. I went there every year after that for five years. Yeah, that's sick. Like, well, that's like the um, uh, Nine Fine Irishman in Vegas mm-hmm. at the New York. Nine Fine is awesome. Like, I like that place. Tammy and I went there. It's so tough to get in, though. Tammy and I went there when we first it started. Used to be when we first started dating. We we went there. It's almost hip to be there. And uh, it sucks. We had this. We had this bartender, Chris, amazing guy. I got it. You know, like we're good friends now. Anytime we go to Vegas, I hit him up. Like, see yeah. if he's working. We went back like two years later because we skipped a year and then went back mm-hmm. uh, like two years after we went the first time. We walked in and he's like, Mike, Tammy. Yeah. And I'm like, 
That's a good bartender. I'm like, who the fuck is yeah. that? That's I'm a good like, bartender. Oh shit, that's the bar. I'm like, how does he remember <laughs> us? And he's like, uh, blacksmith and a Guinness, right? And I was like, holy yeah. Shit. yeah. <laughs> and Tammy's like, yeah. So we sat down and we're sitting there, and he's like, car bombs, and we're like, yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> and duh. so we started talking to him, and I'm like. Bro, like, that's we haven't good, been here. I'm like, we haven't been here in two years. Like, how did you remember us? And he goes, I remember certain people, and yeah. you guys, like, stood out to right. me. Yeah. And he goes, I remembered you. Ever since then, whenever we go to this day, the last time we went to Vegas, I'll hit him up. I'm like, hey, are you working tonight? Yeah. Okay, I'll be, we'll be in. We walk in. The minute we walk in, like, and if I tell him we're coming, like, he'll text me, like, hey, where are you guys at? Then you start going. Oh, I'm like. Then I'm, you start going to places just to see people, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because. But yeah, maybe you're not feeling it, but you're like, right. oh, we got to go Dude, see Mike. I got to go see Mike. Yeah, I got to go see like, our, our, Chris, our, you know. Chris is so awesome, though. Like, he'll text me. Like, if I tell him, like, yeah, yeah we're leaving, you know, our house now. Okay. He'll text us, like, right as we're getting ready to get off on the freeway. And he's like, hey, where are you guys at? Yeah. Oh, we just got off the freeway. All right, cool. Just whenever you get here, you know, just walk in. Yeah. So we'll just walk in and he'll say he'll reserve two yeah. chairs for us right at the bar. So that that like, reminds me of a time when we went to Chicago <coughs> for a boys trip. We went for to go see the Cubs game. Just so happens that UFC 100, the the UFC like I, I will always remember the one where Brock, Brock Lesnar oh, made the shit out of Frank yeah. Mir. There was like fucking five amazing fights on there, yeah. three championship fights. It was all this stuff. So the night before, we're drinking at this this bar. It wasn't that packed, but we sat there for, we were there for maybe like eight hours. Our tab was so massive between the four of us. I, I'm talking, it was over a thousand dollars. We were fucking hammering beers and we're like, are you guys, you know, like, are you guys showing the fights? And, and the girl was like, yeah, we're, we're showing the fights tomorrow. And we're like, all right, we might be back here. Can you save us a, a table? She's like, yeah, I got you. So we fucking, you know, paid. The next day we went into the city. We ate at a steakhouse and we're walking in downtown Chicago. We stayed on in Wrigleyville, like that, that oh, street yeah, where that, the stadium yeah, is. Yeah. But we went to downtown Chicago and we ate at a steakhouse. So we're like, like all right, fuzzy, hey, what, the fight. What, what's the, the name of that bar? The Cubby Bear. The Cubby Bear. That's yeah, what the Cubby Bear. So I thought it was the Fuzzy Bear. Yeah, we're, we're uh, walking and we're going into all these bars and not one of them have like TVs up or anything. And one has like a TV, one little TV and they're like, yeah, I think we might show the fight tonight. And we're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. So we're like, fuck it, dude. We got to make a decision now. So we're like, fuck it. Let's jump in a cab. Let's go. So we jumped in a cab, hauled ass. We show up, and there's a fucking line out this bar. And we're like, fuck, dude. We missed it. So we're out there, and we're kind of fucking sitting there. This girl comes out of the fucking crowd. She's like, hey, boys, I'm glad you made it. I got you your table. And we're like, what? We walk up. And fucking sure enough, a table right in front of the massive TV right there. And she's like, I've been fighting guys off all night on this seat. I was hoping you guys would make it so I didn't look like an asshole. We're like, we're here. We didn't think you'd save a sinner. She's like, are you kidding me? You guys paid my mortgage last night. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you guys paid the rent last night. Of course I'm fucking saving your table. I was like, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're like extra hundred bucks on the table. And then you're like, wait, I did what? Oh, we knew, we knew, dude. We we each threw her like two hundred bucks a piece, yeah. dude. Fuck it, I tab was massive. So, all right. <laughs> so, anyways, all right, back on track. Back up. Back well, on track. no, that's good because uh, you know, talking about you know like history and all that stuff. We're, we're, we're I wanted to get into masculinity because I heard a really good podcast by uh, the American Party, which is Dakota Meyer and um, uh, Dan Holloway. Yeah. So uh, 
And they're, they're, Dan Holloway is a part of the Drinking Bros, uh, and he's an ex-Army Ranger. Dakota Meyer also is, is a Marine uh, sniper. Ranger up, right? I, I believe so. I still haven't looked into that. but or I know part of them. I know they, they have like a little part of Black Rifle – uh, ish stuff and all that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm not like you said. I'm not a hundred percent, but I think he's like the founder of Dakota Meyer. Um, has if you've ever if you want to cry, if you feel like crying, go listen to the I Dakota Meyer, uh, Jocko, Jocko podcast. Oh my god! It is. Uh, was did Dakota win a Medal of Honor? Yes. So Dakota is a Medal of Honor winner, and he he's an amazing human being. Read for his one. book. Oh, read it. Yeah, Into the Fire. God. So they talk about that whole situation. He pretty much, I mean, he, he's, he's a fucking true American hero. That guy. That, well, they, those two are Army Marines, and they're like us. And I'm just like, they, they have a, a connection together like we do because always giving each other shit, always sure. throwing this yeah. stuff <laughs> out there. But it was good. So they started talking about masculinity, and it's a really good podcast. Um, and they get down into the, the weeds of things. And they said uh, one, one of the things that I remember – was the average age of uh, men that play video games would be what? What do you think age that would be? Average age for men to play video I'm games. I'm guessing 25, 35, dude, which is embarrassing. But yes. That's, I was going to say 25 to like so 35. So I think it's like 37. Yep. It's embarrassing. Which means I play video there's games. a lot of fucking 50-year-olds. I play video games. You barely like, though. I played last night. I played some golf last night. Uh, well, uh, I, you, it's, yeah. I mean, do you like I, no. just play like fucking Call of War? Oh where, no, what, whatever it is, Call like of Call of Duty Seven or no. Call of Duty. Okay. No, but Dakota Myers. So like, since last last night, or was it last night or the night before, I played like I don't know, maybe an hour of golf, yeah. the Roy McIlroy golf. Yeah. So I'll tell I you pro- right now, I Mike, probably haven't played my PS4 in like. Six so months. I have a PS4, and my kid wanted one for fucking years. So we got him one. And uh, you guys know my kid, right? So I was like, all right, I'll get you one, dude. And uh, we never fucking – it hasn't been turned on in like yeah. fucking three years. I'm not even going to lie. But I told him, I was like, dude, you can have it. You can play it. He said, but it's got to be fucking like sanctioned or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, you want to call it. You yeah. know I mean? It's got to be at, at, a, at a fucking normal level. And uh, he just doesn't do it. He's yeah. like, no, you don't have time for one. Yeah. You know? I well, mean, I he, he's a busy kid, and may, maybe now that you know baseball's over, I don't know. Football's it's, going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's there's true. There's no fucking difference. I mean, yeah. it just rolls into fucking yeah, the next sport. But you just keep him on the path. But, but I thought that was kind of crazy, and it, it. The biggest thing is. Um, so so, anyways, what's your what's your uh, relationship with, between 37 year old video game player? Well, as opposed to so masculinity. so, the one thing is. I wanted to bring that up because um, I believe personally that video games can do a lot of good for people. I believe that they can be good in in certain, you know. Oh, I'm gonna argue you right now. Uh, Jumps. There, there's actually a foundation for for military veterans uh, for like video games, and one of the things is that. There's a lot of veterans that feel alone, and and you know they go through this whole thing, and they link them to other veterans that are they can talk to and shit like that they built there's a community for sure within the uh the video (laughs) game world now i also think video games can be fucking extremely detrimental to marriages 
because there are men out there that would rather get home from work and jump on their Xbox or PS4 rather than hang out with their kids or uh, hang out with their wife. So I, I, I don't know. There's no real like correlation that I'm trying to make. There's causation for sure that, you know, video games will cause certain um, downfalls or it could create, you know, a better mindset for certain human beings. But uh, I want I wanted to kind of throw that out there because um, so I'm kind of, I mean, I'm with you like there's there's a time and place for it. Like some of these guys that I I mean, I know well, I knew a couple of them. I don't talk with them anymore, but there's guys that I know that would like <clears throat> one of the guys I used to work with, like literally his entire day off. He would wake up at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Start playing online i know people like and that. drink yeah all fucking day yeah and just get shit face drunk and play video games for like my my brother 14 hours and i can't wrap my head around that my yeah, brother really had can. a roommate back in the day that was you know three four hundred pounds fat you know fat dude unhealthy as shit he would literally be locked in his room all day playing world of warcraft and all that shit and he would finally come out. Like pissing in a bottle he would, all day? He would smell like a fucking bag of ass. His room was full of fucking Mountain Dew bottles. He's literally, he was literally, like, I, I love the guy. Were he was, he was a nice Dew guy. Bottles? Huh? Were they full? No. No, like, we don't you know. drink the Mountain Dew and then pee in them? So I, I don't again? know. Uh, you could just see him. But he, I don't know if you guys have ever seen South Park mm-hmm. and the, the video gamer that they make fun of. That was like that's how the big, I see. That, like, job yeah, of the hut. yeah, where he's just where sitting he's there, just and he's like, like one click and. So did you game? I have. I'm only asking. No, I I <laughs> have, and, and I back in the day. Right I was, now, I mean, I was you, fucking you, massively. You come home and game. I right. have no, I have no video game console. Now, that doesn't mean that's not true, huh? That's not true. It's not. You guys have a video game console. We do. Yeah. What in the office? That little Which, Nintendo. Is it one? Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking. So he's yeah. like me. He has one like. So I didn't allow my son to have one until he turned 12. And I bought him a PS4. I yeah. think that's when it came out. Like, he's 16. So four years ago when PS4 came out. And we bought it. And we played uh, like. what I don't even know. You guys said it like three times. Call of Duty. Call of Duty or something. Like, it was cool for. I was balls deep in It was cool for about. That was like, years ago. It was oh, cool yeah. for about. Two months, and all of a sudden, we're just, like, over it. Given, he plays it at his mom's plenty, but he, mm-hmm. he just doesn't choose Like, when the first Call of Duty came out? Oh, yeah. I was, oh, yeah. I was balls deep I was in balls it. balls deep I used to play it all the time. In fact, I should, probably should have gotten fired so from my job a couple times. So, relate that to So, what, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go over a bunch of stats and talk about it. But I wanted to bring that up because we, we can always revert back to where men are today versus where they were. What one thing that I, um, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to throw a ton of like different like uh, percentages out there and stuff. But what is your now there, there's a, a physio, physiological idea of what masculinity should be. And then there's a societal right idea more societal, but idea of what masculinity should be. I, I know I have my personal definition of what masculinity truly is, 
And I know it it is a per, perception at I this point. I think we're right? all on the same page, but well, yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think that well, that's why I liked you yeah. as a coach right, because yeah. it was like the first but time you, you I think we're all spoke on the same to page. the kids. I was like, "Yep, like yeah, this right. is how yeah, I yeah, want yeah. my yeah yeah yeah. I want my I son to have coaches that right. yeah I got you dig yeah. into his ass. So um, we're gonna go off of um, just some of the stuff. Just some so, stats, some internet stats that you got. Going this on is right from now. a Pew research uh, that was conducted back in 2017. Pube research. Pube? Pube. With a B? <laughs> it's a silent B. I keep saying it. All right. So um, top traits that uh, women value most in men. 33% say honesty and morality. 23% say professional financial success. 19% ambition leadership. 19% strength toughness. 18% hard work, good ethic. 11% physical attractiveness, 11% empathy, nurturing, kindness, 9% loyalty and dependability, which in my, my opinion is right there with honesty and morality, yeah. right? Loyalty, dependability, honesty, morality, kind of it's fits all, in together. It's I all think, kind of the same So thing. you could really put honesty and morality at a but 42%. Something that sticks out with me was that nurturing and uh, whatever that 11%. Kindness, yeah. empathy, nurturing, kindness. I thought kindness. that would be higher up. I thought that would yeah. be too. yeah. 8% intelligence. Really? Uh, 5% being family oriented. And 5% uh, politeness and respectfulness. Hmm. A lot of these girls that did this survey must have had like yeah. daddy issues or something. Oh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people want that honesty and morality. I mean, that, that's up there big time. Yeah, but, but was, you look at the last one politeness and respectfulness. Yeah, like. So a, a girl, a girl that doesn't want to be respected or, like but to, dude, hold on, hold on. Uh, that's, that's, I know that's, that's true, I was like, come on, dude. That's true. You, you know, <laughs> but really, true, really, really like, put this the, in the nicer you are to, are to a girl. They're yeah, like, oh, dude. I don't like that. But then you yeah. like a dick to her and they're really, like, oh, really put God. this in put, put this into perspective though. So like you have honesty, morality, loyalty, depend, dependability. We're kind of talking about those traits. When you find a, an honest man, they're going to be polite. They're going to be respectful yeah. more times than not. You're not going to find a guy that's like, that's not like uh, a but guy that's like really honest. And then he's like a fucking cock bag. I mean, but I'm, I'll tell you this right I, now. That's really hard. I was a total cock bad with Gina initially. And then I grew or whatever. Like we've been together like fuck, 16 years now yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But when we first got together, Fuck, she shouldn't have stayed. I was a total dickhead. Yeah. But she stayed for because I was that dude. <laughs> That's what that five percent. I was like, yeah. no, they don't want that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, but she stayed with me for some odd, <coughs> odd weird reason. Now, now you got to remember too. These are uh, say women are taking a, a, a survey. They're looking at all of these listed and they're picking their top trait. That's it. Fair enough. So, so I mean, oh, they could okay. they could say. Their politeness and respectfulness could have been right under honesty. So it could be, but jaded. they decided to go with the honesty and morality. It could be jaded first. a little bit. Yeah, it could be jaded. Yeah. But these are their top. This is what they value most in a man. In a man, so it doesn't mean that only five percent of women care about politeness or respectfulness. It just means only five percent of the women that pick that, that as their top as number trait, one. Yeah, as their number one. Because there's a lot, a lot here. What stood out most to me was the professional financial success. Almost a quarter of the women picked that over everything else. Over ambition, strength, 
hard work, physical attractiveness. <laughs> That's a low, which is good for well, me. Well, I mean, but I, You're talking I, about, kinda, I mean, that screams gold digger, right? I mean, not only it does, right? Not only, right. Not to only me, that, but I mean, you can you can see I can see where that's coming from because how many old fat slobs have, have you seen chicks. with these hot chicks? Yeah, these hot ass chicks. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, it's not yeah. because they're fucking their looks. Yeah. No, it's because yeah. they got money. Yeah. Not because they got a big dick or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> so, and that's and so, that's the other thing. Yeah. I either look at them and I'm like, here, I, I see this old like. Here's a test that you can give your wives. Or a huge fucking slob. Hold exactly. On. Most times, hold on. Here's a test you you can give your wives. Give them these. And say, pick what your top trade is. That'd be interesting. Right? We we should probably do that for fun. I don't know. It could be turn out not to be <laughs> it fun. Could be, it, it could be not. bad, right? You, you just show up to the next game. You're like, yeah. it, it, hey, didn't it, it didn't it work. work. <laughs> hey, mine didn't turn out good, buddy. Hey, by, by the way, I'm going to need to stay in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> you still got your trailer, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, this, this one is... <laughs> This is what uh, boys and men's what from society about what it means to be a man. Boys to men. So among men, sharp generational differences and views of pressures men face. So they ask men, percent of men, saying men face this sort of pressure to do each of the following these days. So be emotionally strong. Uh, forty-one percent said a lot. Forty-five percent said some. Be interested in sports. Twenty-eight percent said a lot. Forty-four percent said some. Being there, being forced to, even though they don't want. To. Like, like they they feel like it's as a man growing up that like, they're pressured into. Like they feel like they need to be pressured into watching sports, being into sports. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna skip one because I really like this one. Um, the next one is join in when other men talk about women in a sexual way. Oh. 9% said a lot. 36% said some, which I could see that. And it actually, that means that's, 40, that's for, a peer pressure thing. And it's not a good thing. No. Yeah. And then have many sexual partners. 11% said a lot. 29% said some. Okay. There's a double standard there. We all know that here. Here's the one that I, I, I want to like talk about. 15% said a lot, 42% said some. Men face the pressure of being willing to throw a punch if provoked. 100%. You feel pressure if you need to? I do when I'm drunk. No, there's no pressure. I don't think there's pressure. I would, I will, and I think, I don't know if it's just me or if it's maybe you guys it, or what, but me personally, I will never throw the first punch. So now, if something happens, <laughs> then I have absolutely no problems finishing it. So I grew up totally different, right? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. So uh, how I grew up was, uh, if you don't want to get beat up, you throw the first. If the, if you get provoked, you throw the first and end it first. Is how it comes. Yeah, and that and that's yeah. why you two have if been you, to jail and I haven't. If you let <laughs> someone, how would you know I went to jail? <laughs> you didn't even know. You just assumed. <laughs> If you let, well, no, because at the last podcast no, we said who's been to jail. We all raised Mine was in Mexican jail, yeah. but <laughs> so, but I've never started a fight. But I don't teach my kid to throw the first punch. No. But I definitely do tell him, hey, if you think you're gonna get punched, punch first. You don't want to get hit first. Yeah, I did it one That's time. That's how you lose fights. I did it one. I time. I did it one time. Yeah, same thing. Yep. I did it one time, 
and I lost. I was like, oh, that will not. Never, I did it one time. My dad told again. me. My yeah. dad was like, that will never I told happen you. again. Told you. I did it one time too, and I got fucking rocked in yeah. high school. But I don't know. I've just. Well, but here, here's, I was always, I was always right, and I, and maybe it was just the way my uncles and my and my grandpa raised me. It was like you never throw the first punch because so, the person that throws the first punch well, is usually the one that gets in trouble. Yeah, it's always the no, it's always the one that throws the second punch to get in trouble. Yeah, talk NFL, football. talk any of the, the first person <laughs> gets the nut nudge in, and then the second guy's like, it's fuck, always the it's second guy. He's it's the one that gets. Oh, yeah, that's, be, that's because they're fucking blatant about it. But, but here. Here's why I want to. I, I really like this is because, um, there there's. No, go on. ahead. Can I, yeah, I'm go ahead. Shorten you up real go quick. Ahead. So there's a conundrum that we have right now with our kids. Right, we want our kids to be tough. Right, we want them to go like, be tough, throw the first punch, be the big dude, whatever. But they can't throw the first punch because you have to be the bigger dude and all that kind of stuff. So what do you what do you teach your How kid? How do you teach your kid? What do you teach your kids? You want to be the tough guy and yeah. just go fucking punch the dude that gets in your face and be the big, you know what I mean? Or you'd be like, hey, get socked first, and then hopefully you, you wake up and go pick him up again or go knock him out again. Yeah. Like, how do you what, so do you, what one, do you, what are you teaching your boys right now? So one, I don't have boys. One thing that fair I, I want to do is I, I don't know. I've been talking uh, to Lucas a lot about respect lately. And trying to get on his level and really, really like instill the respect thing in him, but um, that's why I want to get him in jujitsu, because I want a kid that is is confident in his abilities. You don't need to punch him, and doesn't need to punch yeah. or do anything like that. Yeah. And this brings up a story, right? And it's your it's your confidence level that because back in the day, ten years ago, I it didn't take much to get me fired up and so want to get Gavin, in a fight. Gavin, sixteen, I said, dude, anybody get in your face? Knock him out. That was me back in the day. Like, yeah. Fucking just knock him out. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, you, you, I'm not, I'm never going to get mad at you for fucking somebody getting your face and you knock him out. Now, Henry, I'm like, no, be the bigger dude, fucking whatever. I'm playing a yeah. whole different game now. You know what I mean? Well, the rule has changed, but, right? You know but what I mean? But the rule like, has changed because now yeah, yeah. your 16 year old could go to jail. Right, exactly. Like that that never happened. I'm literally back telling him right now, like, fight. hey, remember all the shit I was telling you? Don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, you're not going to go to college when or whatever. When I was one bad move. One bad move. And it's all over social media and your face is on there forever. But So my game has changed. It brings up a story, Tim Kennedy. I don't know if I've told this story before. Uh, I don't remember. So Tim Kennedy is an ex-Army Ranger, and he, he teaches a ton of classes. This guy is a fucking true badass. He was in, uh, um, was it UFC? Yeah. He was in UFC. He was an MMA fighter, ex-Army Ranger. Was a black dude? He was a badass. No, no, no. no. He was a white dude. Okay. Uh, but he, he was a fucking badass. Anyways, there was a, a, a story that there was people there that saw it. A guy walked in, was talking a ton of shit to him, like going blah, 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 blah. He held back. Poured a beer over his head. And, he and you know what like, Tim did? He no, bought him like, another beer. Yeah. You know how much more humiliating that is for the other guy yeah, than it sure. is for Tim to fucking sure. give into that? And that is what true confidence. And that's what I'm telling you right now. Like, I extrudes out of him. Like, I, that, I have switched my game around like, yeah. no crazy. I was that dude that was like, dude, be the dude. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, be the other dude. Like, you guys all know who the other dude is. Like, don't be the dude that's yeah. going to get you, like, not going to college, not going to whatever. Like, be the bigger man. Yeah. What, the bigger man to me back in the day was the dude that knocked the other dude out, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now the bigger man is like, hey, bro, we're good. But like, that's why let's I – Let's make it all good. That's why like, I like hang, hanging out I, with, like – I went like this. Like-minded dude. people because, yeah. like, if it's you're if you're with me. a group of friends, 
you want a group of friends that are gonna be like, hey, let's just fucking go, dude. Let's get let's get out of here. Fuck this thing. <coughs> I've never been that dude. I was always that dude. No, like, I know. You know. And all my boys were like, dude, you want to go? You want to go? You want to go? Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, and don't and don't get me wrong. When I was younger. Oh, for sure. I had I had no problems. I'm only talking about old. I'm talking about. I had no problems now. But even even when I was younger, I was the guy, even in the group of my friends that were like ready to rock and roll. And they're like, we're going to fuck these guys up. I'd be like, I'm the guy that's like, okay, well, let's let's try and talk. Let's try and talk our way out of this. I enjoy getting punched. I'm I'm one of those stupid dudes that enjoy getting punched in the face. It makes no sense. I totally yeah, know. I've had some get, stories. I, I totally I totally know out. what you're saying. I totally get it. Like, so you get knocked out. I got hit. The way I have this is I got hit in the face with a beer bottle. Yeah. Like, then then I jumped on the guy and I was bleeding. My my nose was just pouring blood, and I'm sitting over him. I got him in a full mount and I'm bleeding all over him. I'm laughing and I'm fucking hitting him. Yeah. I was that dude. And I, I was and I was like that psycho. Dude. dude, I got I got in a huge. Huge bar fight at a strip club. Like I was, I think I was still in the military. I think I was like twenty. Man, there it was. There it was. Twenty two, twenty two or twenty three. It was right before I got out of the military. We were at a strip club in um, Westminster at the Hustler Club. Ooh. We're sitting there. <clears throat> we're sitting there, me and my buddy, <clears throat> me and two of my buddies. We're sitting there, we're drinking, talking to the girls, hanging out. Met these two guys from Phoenix that were uh, that were in sanitation. Sanitation. I don't know what that means. That means they're in the mob. In the mob. Oh, okay. They were in sanitation. I got you. Okay. We're like, oh, what do you guys do? They're like, oh, we're in sanitation. We're oh, like, yeah. That's what we say. Sopranos. Firemen always say, we're like, oh, we do, we do trash. Yeah. We're trash guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So we're talking to them, and they left, and... Long story short, these two other guys, they come in and try and take their seats. And we're like, hey, bro, like, you know, the other two guys are sitting there. Did not happen. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Like, one, the one guy that was in it, like, ended up sucker punching my buddy. And then it was, it yeah. was all over. Yeah. It was like, all bets are off at them. There's blows being thrown. Like, yeah. noses got broken. One of, the guy, one of the other guys that showed up got his nose broke, like, fell on one of the strippers that was sitting on the couch, like, just bleeding all over her. She's freaking out. She starts socking him. We knew the security guard there really well. He was a buddy of ours. So he's, they're like pulling us off. They pull the two guys. They take him out the front door. They pull us and they take us over to the side. My buddy's like, I'm, I've got a bloody nose. I think I broke my nose or I got a cut under my eye or something like that. So there's blood all over my buddy's shirt. And he's trying to take me out the back door. And as we're sitting there, as, as he's walking me out the back door, I get fucking cracked upside the back of the head with a beer bottle. Come to find out there was a third guy with these two guys that was standing at the bar during this whole fight. Never came over, but was waiting for yeah. everything to calm down. And as we left, he, I was, got, he was the bitch of the group. Yeah. yeah. So I get cracked over the back yeah, of the head with a like beer bottle. Guys. And I was like, what? It was be more mad, right? You know? Yeah. So I turn, I turn around and my buddy, sna- the security guard snatches me up and he's like, it's not fucking worth it, Patterson. Like, relax. It's not worth it. And I'm like, fuck. So he takes us out and then I see the guys walk into the parking lot in the back. And the security standing in front of me and the guy's like, Mike, are you good? You good? And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And the guys are like, fuck you guys. I was like, nope, push the cat out of the way. I go running yeah. and I grab another security guard because they're talking to one of the guys, put my hand on his shoulder and like pull myself up and just boom, lay the guy out. Next thing I know, me and my buddy are getting fucking maced yeah. by a security guard. 
sure. the guys take off and like it's a big old shit show but it's like we tried i tried everything like we tried everything not to but it was like the minute one of our buddies got hit yeah it was like game over like there's no holding back now all right we were in a bad spot back in the day you went out from high school and we looked for that shit. <laughs> we didn't avoid it. We looked for it. Like, um, there, you know there's I mean? times like, where you look for it. Oh, for yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? And, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to break it down by uh, age group now. So the silent age. Masculinity thing. We're back on that. 72 to 89. Boomer, 53 to 71. Gen X, 37 to 52. Millennials, 18 to 36. So being willing. Uh, so wait, I'm a millennial? Uh, I'm, I'll be 40? No, you're, no, a, Gen you're a Gen X. So am I. You're a Gen X? Yeah. Okay. So am I. Yeah, well, it depends. I don't even know. It depends. Yeah. It Basically, th- there's some that say millennials started in 80. There's some that say it started in 83. If it started in 83, then I'm not I was born in 81. Yeah, I was born in 82. When are you born? 84. Look at us. So, but according course. to that, thirty-seven. Yeah, so that's so a I'm different a Gen one. X. So according to this, according to this one. So, being willing, uh, percent of men saying they face a lot or some pressure to each of the following in our country these days. So be willing to throw a punch if provoked. We're back here, but we're gonna break it down. Sorry. And this is we a lot a, or we some. A tangent there for a minute. Oh, sorry. So, sixty-nine <laughs> percent of millennials say that they ha- they face that pressure. of Gen Xers, 53% of Boomers, and 34% of Silenters. So it goes down. The older you get, it's showing. The older you get, the less you care. Right. You don't – the less you face pressure to throw a punch at Oh, I think that's totally fair. So the same thing with – now look at this job. So that was like – if you see the graph – 69, 55, 53, and then 34. All right. I don't think there's many 72-year-olds that are out there looking wanna for, go, looking wa- for a fight. Want to go toe-to-toe unless your name's Joe Biden. <laughs> Fucking pussy. Did you – sorry. Totally off topic. Have you seen that? He wasn't driving? Yes. Have yeah, you seen that? He wasn't driving. No. Yeah, don't there's lie a, to me. There's an extra steering wheel. Don't lie to me, bro. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? No, I, I don't want to go down that fucking rabbit hole. Do we? Do we so, want to do that? Well, so, so I'm just gonna a, tell you a story. That, there's a meme in a video. Well, I, I'm gonna explain what Joe Biden was doing, right? Just so you know, I don't watch like. So this is why okay. this is why everyone fucking hates politicians, and every politician's a cunt. Okay. Totally agree. I hate that fucking word, but they they deserve it. Every single one of them. So there's this massive gas shortage all of a sudden over on the East Coast because they got fucking uh, um, uh, hacked. They pay a ransom. The gas is back. Which I find Well, which now, I find now all the politicians are like, we should buy electric cars. Well, now all of a sudden Joe Biden goes to the Ford factory because they're, they're, they just made a Ford electric truck. The fucking thing looks badass. I'm not going to lie. It looks fucking sick. It's got to be better than the Tesla one. I think it was horseshit. Oh, that Tesla one. Have you seen the new GM? Anyways. That's coming out? Yeah. So he was there. Joe Biden was there visiting the plant. Well, then he's going to drive. He was driving one. So he gets in the driver's seat, and he's driving a fucking Ford F-150 or a Ford electric truck. I don't know if it's what it's called. Whatever it's called. Well, fucking Joe Biden, being the dipshit that he is, 
decides to stop for some reporters and roll down his window. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I was going like 80, 90 miles an hour. You look, there's a Secret Service man driving the car on the other side of the fucking on truck. On the passenger seat. Yes. There's and another steering pictures. wheel. They have pictures. And, and his hands are like this on the steering wheel, barely touching them. And he's like, ah. He looked like a, a, a he six. He can't walk or talk. That he, dude's fucking retarded. You know what he looked like? He's he looked public. like a 16-year-old Asian taking her driver's test that just came over trying to get her passport. That's what she. That's what he looked like. Like fuck, went to old school fucking 1984 driving school, with the steering wheel on the other side of the truck. Someone else is driving. Is like I don't fucking. Tr-. Hey, this man can fucking have a heart attack at any second. That dude can barely walk. Kamala Harris has been putting fucking Ajax in his cereal every morning. And she's got to do it slowly because she's got to make him. She's got to get to two years. Got to get to at least two years in one day. Don't do it too soon. So getting back to masculinity. So how do you guys feel about the young dudes that work for you right now? Um. So communication gap. It's communication. communication. Yeah. Go. I think that. I think that's. What do you got on that? (laughs) What do you got on that? Do you think it's communication? (laughs) I don't want to. It's not a communication gap. I can tell you that right there, now. I want to say there's a bit of a communication gap, but I don't think that's the main reason. The main reason, the main thing I see with some of the guys that I work with. I know we all have the same problem. <clears throat> some of the guys that I work with currently and some of the younger guys that I worked with before in my previous job is they feel like they just, like everything should be handed to Entitled. them. Entitled. Yes. Everything is like, oh, well, how come I, I always get, like, I got that before, how come I don't get it now? Because that's not how the fucking real world so works. So in my job, in my job, it's very rare, at least when I got hired, that this was the first job. Like, everyone did construction and did something, right, beforehand. Now, everybody that comes in, this is their first fucking job. And they're just like, they're just blown up when they come in. It was like... Dude, they lose their fucking minds. You know what I mean? I'm assuming you have the same fucking problem. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah, I, I see it. <coughs> my my here here's my take on it, right? Is um I'll I'll go from my, my dad's perspective and and it's all about perspective, right? I grew up, my dad put me to work at a young age, made me fucking earn what I what I needed. We all worked young. It, so we, we so, know we're in a different boat now. Yeah. Right? So it's like, and I'll tell the story. When I was in Iraq, uh, in in Abu Ghraib, kids, we would have kids that loved us, and then we'd have kids that wanted to fucking see our guts ripped out, and they would throw rocks at us. And what we would do is we would chase down those kids, but not to punish the kid. We wanted to know where they lived right. because obviously their parents instilled it into right. them. For so. Sure. So basically, we want the RP is what we say at the party. You know what I mean? So what we have to do is we we can't fault these millennials coming in and working for us for wanting that uh, um, immediate satisfaction, right? right? They want immediate satisfaction because that's what their parents trained them. They got the second place trophies. They got you know the like all all that shit. They got that stuff. It's not their fault. So. Do you think there's a way to bridge that gap? Yes. Even though yes, because we're so far apart. He, here's what happens. I don't think there is. A hundred percent there is. And it it takes an open mind. 
this is what I trained my older veterans to do is I said, you sit there and you get pissed because they're like, they want all this satisfaction now. But then you sit there and tell them, well, back in my day, this is the way we used to do it. Which is what we do and basically time. what you're telling them is you'll never be as good as we'll ever be. Or as so good you, as we were. As good as we were. Right. You'll never be as good as we were. And I, I had this conversation with my pop about this because he, he sees young guys coming up in the workforce and shit. And I said, the one thing you don't want to say, and I say the same thing to the younger guys. I was like, the one thing you don't want to say to a veteran is, oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know when they're trying to teach you something, that's the fucking worst thing. Cause then they're like, well, why am I teaching you? If you fucking know, cause the, at, uh, the older generation takes everything literal and they're going to be like, Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Then why are you fucking asking me what to do? I know if you know, you know, but then you got this older generation saying, well, back in my day, we did this, this, and this. Well, motherfucker, we're not back in your day right now. We are today. So both sides need to shut the fuck up and learn how to work. together. That's my whole thing. And I've told them that. And I'm like, I'm stuck in the middle because like we looked at with the age gap, I'm, I'm a millennial in some reports and I'm a Gen Xer in some reports. So I'm right in the middle. I grew up as a Gen Xer with, with my, my work mentality and stuff like that. You grew up as a boomer with your fucking work mentality. Like I did. Yeah. So, but, but I think we're all boomers with us. Yeah, but, <laughs> Even but though we're not. what I'm saying is <laughs> sometimes instead of getting frustrated and all this stuff, there's a way to take a step back and, and you could do it without giving them their immediate satisfaction. You just got to learn how to do it. You got to learn who that person is, how to talk to them, mm-hmm. what their uh, emotional, what their fucking love language is, how to fucking speak to them. Would they rather a pat on the back when they did something good? Because in my day, if I didn't get yelled at by my dad, I was doing a good job. Yeah. Right. Now today, you have to tell them, hey, you're doing a good job. Right, but, that's, like, good but job. that's the thing, though. That's the problem with a lot of these younger kids now is like. It's not a problem you if you. Have, you it's only a problem them. if you look at it as a problem. I look at it as a problem. I'm not going to lie. That, that's the thing. Is like, I'm not going to lie. I do. I have an issue with it. Right, I'm, but not only. Okay. I'm, having, I'm having trouble trying to because I've been in my service for. 20 years now yeah and uh i'm having trouble trying to bridge that gap yeah right? well yeah because you got um, these 19 20 year old dude that never had a, like never what? done anything like uh, yeah i framed uh, houses for seven years before i got in there yeah. and i was still only 22 when i got in like i did all this other shit before i got in yeah and now you got these guys that dude they <sighs> did an online academy or whatever the fuck they did and they come in that never had a fucking job worked a day in their life yeah. i was like Dude, I can't yeah. fucking work with so you. That, I cannot work with you, that's dude. That's tough because we have the it's same. It's rough. We have the I, same I know issue. you guys are going through the same thing. For, for my company, the, it used to be. And we're talking about masculinity, and that's a big fucking thing. It is. Thing. It, it used to be you would go in as like a, a, a contractor. You'd go paint meters like I did. Or you would be a meter reader, go read meters for a long time. And then you could get out in the field as a construction or customer service guy and then you might be able to do both whatever you would work your way up to that level almost like the way uh like a um uh a natural gas uh union works right they have like labor one labor two you work your way up and you're not doing anything other than that for two years right then you can take a test to get to the next level well now i got guys that i'm hiring that are coming in making uh they're making district tech fucking money making 28 bucks an hour and they've done none of it. They've never dug a hole in their life. 
It's crazy. And their entire life. We're doing the same thing. And it's, you know, it just, it's one of those things that well, and it's, you and can it's, look at it as a problem or you can look <coughs> at it as a, as a teaching moment. You got, so that's what we're fighting through, right? We're yeah, like, how you got to look at it. A positive and we're, yes. we're trying so hard, there's but nothing, we're fighting all the old guys that are like fighting us, trying to adapt. And it's super hard to adapt. Yeah. I'm one of them. I'm trying to be progressive. Like, well, you know and I mean? not only, no, you do don't, it, so you it's don't, super hard. So, dude. so here's the thing. And, and this is what I've learned is, um, influence is everything you got to learn how to influence you got to learn how, how to do that and i'm i'm learning that still to this day because one thing that i found out is when i fucking go from zero to 100 and start yelling at my kids they both shut down and they don't hear anything after right all they hear is yelling they they don't hear what i'm trying to tell them i don't yell i i used to and i i Jeannie yells yeah. And they don't hear. And she knows that. I was like, Mom, they don't hear you when you do that. Yeah. I was like, stop so, it. So now what, I, what I've learned to do is, like, get on their level and talk to them. And now, but granted, they're, they're young kids. They're not fucking adults that but are you having take, jobs. I take that to my department all the time. I was like, because I lose my shit on my guys. Yeah. And they're like, man, Cap's a dick. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I can't be. Well, and here's the deal, though. If you never yell and then you yell – Exactly. Then they know it's then like know. oh yeah. shit. It's like quit, right? Yeah. It doesn't be. It, it's not. Here's here's what she does. She lectures. She yells and lectures, and it turns into this like thirty minute like like no, just say what you want to say, mean what you want to say, and yeah. then end it. Like it takes like yeah, it takes ten seconds. Don't make it fucking yeah. Don't make it ten minutes. Like just don't, end it. And don't harp on it. Yeah, don't harp on it. Yeah. And when it's over, it's over. Move on, and we're yeah. done. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. She has a hard time with that. You've she, already punished. Yeah. It's gone. She has a hard time. She didn't want to talk about it. Want to lecture, like life lessons and all that kind of stuff. Talk about it all the time. I was like, no, mom, we're done. We're moving yep. on. We're, we're done. But anyway. that's, that's the thing with like, with the kids nowadays, or I don't even want to say kids, but the, like, out of the, I don't know, 10, 10 people that work up there that are actually like doing the same thing that I'm doing up there. I think there's two people that are older than me. Yeah. Everybody else is at least 10 years younger than yeah. me. Yeah. There's least, a lot of young kids up there. At least. I am by far one of the youngest 10 years. Kids, the youngest uh, officers at my station, whatever, you know, at my department. Yeah. I mean, but they are—they—they are at least yeah. ten years younger. And, than and here's the deal: is they—they've the way they went through high school, they learned differently from us. They're into different things. They're in in all this stuff. So, you got to the the way to bridge the gap. And I'm I'm not uh, perfect at this. I haven't mastered oh, anything yet. I am learning yet. it all day, every day. I am too. What one one yeah, good is good at one person to talk to? It would be Rob because he deals with it on a day-to-day basis and oh, he's really good at it but um i don't know how that man does it but yeah i'm telling you my son is good at what he does because i kind of teach him a little old school shit and he and dude he just takes it yeah over the school and, he, and the other kids don't get it you know what i mean like but that's the thing is we, we need so bringing up masculinity right you need that fucking like we're talking about practice or whatever like i run shit a little bit you, different you know what i mean you need to have that <coughs> that family orientation 
where you're instilling that shit into your kids. Now, one of the things that I, I make sure I do head above the rest is I show my son how to treat a woman by, by the way I treat my wife. And I show my daughter what kind of man she's going to look for by the way I treat my wife. I try to, right? I, yeah. Sometimes as I fuck much her, as we can. Yeah, as I much as I can. Agree. Yeah. Now, I'll razz my wife, you know, with with the best of them when when it's just us and we're all goofing off or whatever. I'll never put her down in front of anybody, but I'll goof on her, but I'll never like put her down. But like when I'm around my kids, I I, I hold the door open for her. I do all this. Like I my my Maisie wants to like hold the door open. I'm like, nope. That's either Lucas or me that hold that door. All I gotta you know, do is like, look at Gavin or or whatever and look at him. Uh, yeah, and they know like. And they know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Gav- <laughs> Gavin's at that age to where yeah. he better know. Yeah, he better fucking know. Yeah, it. yeah. Otherwise, he's gonna get a shitstorm. And for some reason, I want to punch him. You know or what I mean? He's gonna get a rap upside the head. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just bigger and stronger. It's just one of the, I just kind of want to fucking smack yeah. him for some reason. Well, I, you know? <laughs> I'm bigger than my dad. I still think you fucking whoop my ass. Oh, so I, I got a funny story. One hundred, one hundred percent. Your dad would take you. One hundred percent. Yeah, well, my dad got that ping pong table story was hilarious because we saw a ping pong table and we we're like, oh, dude, remember that? We used to play ping pong all the time in the garage. And he always brings it up. He goes, oh, yeah, the one I got arrested on in front of you guys. I was like, oh, yeah. My brother got home one night drunk, thought he was going to be cool mm-hmm. and get my dad's face. My dad fucking socked him. I did the same thing. And uh, my brother called the cops on him. I was 13. I was taller than my dad. Yeah. Called the cops on him. Called the cops. That, my yeah. dad just whipped my ass. Well, I was taller than my dad. Dude. When my, my dad got out, then he whipped my brother's ass. <laughs> 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 he said, I'll go back. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll keep going back until you learn. He goes, at least I'm going to go back for a fucking good reason this yeah. time. I beat my dad at pool and I was talking shit. I was 13. I was taller than him. My dad's only 5'8". I'm, I'm all of 5'9 and a half. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a tall dude. Anyway, I was talking shit. My dad's like, keep talking shit. I was like, fuck you, dude. You know, whatever. And he's a Riverside County Sheriff, dude. He watered me up in like 2.3 seconds, dude. And he could have stopped. He didn't. He made me cry on purpose. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Anyways, so don't fuck with your dads is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? There is a true... I tell Gavin that all the time. I was like, hey, whenever you're feeling froggy, bro, I promise you I'm yeah. going to make it hurt. There, there <laughs> I don't is... care how big, yeah. how... How many sig- how many abs you what do you got? Yeah, eight you abs? see my son, dude. What do you got over there? Eight abs? Yeah. I don't care how many I, abs I, you got. I think he's got ten. Dude, he's a mess. I don't I, care how many abs yeah. you got. What do you got? Eight? I told him, I said, when you feel froggy, dude, it don't matter. I'll, I'll there, give every ounce of will in my ass. Oh, to, to not here. get oh, to not I'll get beat. never get wrecked by him. No, that, that's not <laughs> hey, it's like you might beat me, but goddamn you hey, I might have a Black eye or a broken nose, but you gonna be in the fucking hospital. Here's what he don't know. He don't know how to give it hard. Like you know what I mean. Like he'll like play with me. I was like, dude, I'm just gonna, just one. But that I'm serious. There there is such thing as like dad strength. There's times, (laughs) I'm grown man. I'm 25 years old. My dad will grab me by the wrist, and I'm like, ow. I'm telling you right now, my dad's like, stop. 60-something years old. I was like, I'm not fucking with you, bro. No. <laughs> yeah. My dad's 64, I think. Because he won't, cause he won't he give up. He just turned 64. Because that's old school shit. He won't give up. Yeah. Masculinity. He won't give up. He, like, yeah. he will die before he lets you beat him. Yeah. You My know what I mean? 60. My dad will die before well, he lets you beat him. Well, and here's another thing to think about. Our dads, no matter what, never worked behind a desk. 
No. They oh, work with their hands. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's plumber's hands are so fucking strong. Yeah, yeah these little short sausage fingers. Dude. So, he could fucking, crush, he could crush little fucking, Smokies. Yeah. He yeah. could crush coconuts in that <laughs> yeah. bitch. I've seen it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> And then drink the coconut milk. My, That's masculinity. My uncle, my uncle, sixty or sixty-one. I didn't, I didn't have a dad. You know, I didn't grow up with a dad. I grew up with my uncle and my grandpa, and still to this day, like he'll, my uncle, like I'll say something, or my uncle will be proud of me, and he'll be like, "Hey, oh yeah." Pride. I'm like, I'm like, God damn, yeah. Uncle Pat, fuck, stop. Yep. I'm like, that hurts. <laughs> like, I remember know? one of the things my dad taught me is whenever you meet a girlfriend's dad. You fucking better grip their hand as hard as possible. And I remember I dated this girl. Her dad was an ex-baseball player, pitcher. And in fact, do you remember old school RBI baseball where everyone looked like Mario? Yeah. Her dad's in that. Oh, really? Yeah. It was fucking awesome. I met him. He fucking tall dude fucking grabbed my hand and I was like, nice to meet you. And he's like, he looked at me and he's like, all right, you finally got someone that's trying at least because yeah. he fucking cr- – I mean, his whole hand wraps around a baseball. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no wonder you throw that fucking – Like the ball goes away. You're like, where's yeah. your ba- Do you have a baseball? Yeah. I swear it? you took it. I saw Are you, you going to pull it out of my ear? I, I saw you pull it. I saw you holding <laughs> it. Where is it? You can pull it out of my ear. Well, I know this and trick. It's, and it's funny. So up there, they tell us like when we introduce ourselves to people, they're like, you know, when you – you know, when you – you know, shake hands, like, don't be dominant. Don't, like, you know, it's not uh, like a, you got to let them. Oh, yeah. Well, like no, it says, no, 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 but it's not like a, uh, so at, is at, new at, job. at work, Oh, it's not a, it's not a, you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, hey, it's not like grab them and hold it. You know, oh, it's, really? it's just like a, hey, how you doing? You know, really? like, yeah, they're like, you don't, you don't want to show dominance. Here. No, I, I think I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. That yeah. Line of business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and there and there's like a bunch but of guys. There's a bunch of guys. All the dudes that come in are like, probably like, yeah. yeah. Well, well, and, and you, you got to know your audience, and right? That's, and you got to know your audience. audience, and that's the thing. Like depending. So if you on, saw like one dude come <coughs> up, you're well, no, and that hand. and that's the, and that's like you're talking to me about that like World War II veteran or whatever Vietnam veteran. You're like, I'm gonna shake this motherfucker. Well, and that's and that's the difference. Like, I'll go in and I'm like. Depending on how they shake, like if they're in there and they're you'll like, grab a little yeah, yeah. It, it'll grab a little bit. If it's like, like, you know, if they're like this, and then you're like, but oh. then, but then they're like, hey, how you doing? And I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay, how hard. you doing, yeah. sir? Yeah, you know, for sure. like I, I gauge it off of like yeah. how well, they, but, but I, they I understand what they're talking about because when two, like say, say your your wife meets a, a girlfriend and she wants you. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Like, have a wife what, and a girlfriend? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, I, love, I love this story already. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I, I just watched this earlier tonight. I did. No, Born so, so say, say your wife gets a friend, right, a girlfriend, Holy and, and uh, she wants you to meet her husband. You have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. You're both going to try to portray dominance right off the bat. Right. So you're going to go in hard. Yeah. And hopefully this guy's not a bitch because yeah. you're going to crush his hand. <laughs> I'm going to break And you bones. know, if you guys are fighting over dominance, like, oh, we could be buddies. Yeah. Like, this guy's got a strong grip. So I- let's just go into, like, a general, like, handshake. You're meeting somebody's, re- somebody's friend or whatever. How do you go in? I mean, you go in like a man, right? I go in hard. 
Yeah. I go in we're like a, masculinity, I'm, right? I'm in the you pain. Go in heart, like, yeah. Oh like, yeah. We meet just now. First yeah. time meeting. How oh, we yeah. go? We're going yeah. right here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're squeezing. A nice little that's squeeze. Good, that's a good handshake. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not throw trying it to break there. his hand, yeah. but that's a good handshake, right? Yeah. Dude, I've had I've had some guys that I've met. But you, but like both guys I, don't know each other and they're eyeing each other down. If the other guy, in so my opinion, I've had my grandpa. Somebody didn't. Somebody didn't shake his hand right. He straight up called him out. He's like, "What the fuck was that?" Like my grandpa would say that. Like, yeah. Like he was a dick like that. You know what I mean? Like my grandpa when my grandpa was alive. He my did grandpa. The same thing. Oh, he died. No, no, my grandpa's dead. But he's like, dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You know what I mean? He would straight up call yeah. him out. I was like, dude, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. All right. So I wanted to kind of go into this. Uh, there's a, a massive, uh, not massive, a wide partisan <laughs> on whether it's good or bad that society looks up. To masculine men. So this is the percent saying most people in our society look up to men who are manly or mas- masculine. Just so women or all, all adults? All, all society. All adults. Okay. So 53% of all adults say it's um, uh, good or bad. 37% of them said it's bad. 60% said it's good. It's good that they look up to masculine men. Now let's break this down to Republican or lean Republican. 20% say it's a bad thing that we look up to masculine men. 78% say it's a good thing of Republican or lean Republican, which most conservatives would say they of lean Republican. They so do you have the other side of the fucking thing? Democrats, oh, it's, it's 48, 49. 48% say it's bad. 49% say it's good. Okay. I really don't care, but I thought that was kind of a cool stat. <clears throat> I mean, that it's is... weird that they, I've never seen it broken down like that. That's kind of a trip. So percent of men saying they are very masculine. Thirty-one oh, percent self-portrayed. Self-portrayed. Oh, that's different. This is a good one, right? Yeah. So thirty-one percent of all men asked said they were masculine. Out of that thirty-one percent, twenty-eight percent of white. Men said, forty-nine percent of black men said they were masculine, and thirty-four said uh, thirty-four of Hispanics said they were masculine. And how many white? Twenty-eight percent. You want to know why? Because white people are the most woke people there are out there. They're the ones fucking. What do you mean? Suck What's woke? What do you mean? Well, they're they're the ones that are. Uh, um, into all the non-binary uh, gender, they're they're with canceling people. They're the ones. They're the ones that say that there's like 72 different fucking oh. sexes. Not sexes, genders. Or genders. That's what I meant. Genders. I'm sorry. So it it, it basically like being woke is every. No, I understand it now. Everything they come up with. It, it's not it. just about the gender though. It's a, it it has to do with everything. Like. Um, it's that white girl that's yelling in a black cop's face, yeah. co- saying all cops are racists, right? Right. The, and, and white liberals are probably the most racist pieces of shit out on the planet right now. I, I will say that right now. They're, they're the ones telling black people that they're not black enough. Right. Because they don't support something. It, it's fucking so crazy. So like Joe Biden. True. Who told, uh, uh, what's that? The... Breakfast show? What's that? What's that? It was a hip hop artist. Yeah. What's his name? What's that? The the radio station. I don't know. 
I, I can't know, remember his name, but he said if you, if you don't vote for me, or you're not you, black. If you vote for Trump, you're not black. Yeah. Uh, so percent of men saying they're very masculine. Twenty four percent millennials. Twenty four percent of millennial men say they're they're masculine. Thirty six percent of Gen X said it. Thirty four percent of Boomer and thirty percent silent. So the highest was Gen Xers. Us. Well, according to that last one. Uh, high school or less, 37%. Some college, this is their uh, education level. So 37% of high school or less uh, um, education said they, they were masculine. 31% had some college <laughs> and 22% had bachelors or plus. So obviously, <gasps> the smarter you get, the less masculine you feel. Well, and why is that, though? That's then, because in, in these... And in then 39% of Republicans said they were... 23% of Democrats said they were. <clears throat> so the reason why these... At least the, at least the way I feel is the reason why these, uh, these people that have college degrees say that they're not that masculine. It's because their professors at their colleges Boom. are pushing Boom. this shit down their throat that... You are fucking... Oh, you can't... Us. You can't be masculine. You gotta be. You gotta so be I sensitive. Get into this. Keep going. You can't. You can't do this. Like that's not. You know. In this day. You know. It's. They it's just. The most woke. <laughs> most woke. They are. Like. So I. I don't. I don't have a college degree. I went to a junior college for, I don't know, like a year and a half. Right. It, it's just not for me. School's yeah. not for me. Yeah. Once I was done playing football, I quit going to college. So I can tell you that right now. But. I'll rem- I never I'll never forget I was in a uh, it was a history class. It was a big auditorium at the junior college that I went to. It was like one of those like tier oh, ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the professors down there and it was me and there was three other vet two other veterans in there. And we always sat together. We always sat towards yeah. like the back Brother, of the class. Brothers stick with brothers. We fucking were hanging out. Well, because you were the older guys. Yeah. Actually I was we were. I was like twenty six years old like most of the kids in that class were like 18 right, right out of high school yeah so we're sitting up there we're bullshitting blah 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 and he start the professor down there he starts talking about like the war and he starts like just bagging on the military and like we're sitting there talking and yeah, blah like, blah blah motherfucker dude and he's like you know all these you know all the military you know the u.s military they're you know, they're no good, you know, they're going over there and they're killing innocent people and, you know, they're, they're, they're going through and they're, you know, they're taking advantage of these people and blah, blah, blah. And so we're sitting there kind of snickering and he goes, oh, do you guys have something to say about this? Actually, we do. And the other two, the other two, they were like, yeah, they were like, no, nope. And I was like, you know, the cube. Uh, yeah. I stood up and I was like, actually, I'm glad you said something. Mm -hmm. And I just started fucking hammering yeah. on him. I said, have you ever been to war? Have you ever been in the military? Well, no. I'm like, okay. I'm like, have you ever been overseas? Well, no. Mm. I'm like, so how do you know all this? Let me guess. The media? Yeah. You probably watch CNN, right. MSNBC, <laughs> all these bullshit media mm-hmm. departments, right? Or these bullshit news things. I said... I was in the military. I've been to war. I've been over there. I said, and all the shit you're filling these kids' heads with 
is absolute dog shit. Yeah. I said, and it's people like you that's turning this world and this country into the way it is. Because you guys don't know two shits about anything that you're talking about. Yeah. And the professor just kind of looked at me, and then all of a sudden, the other two guys that were in the military, they were like, yeah! Yeah, go get them! Watch what you say! They're like, keep, <laughs> keep going, Mike, keep going. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, peanut yeah. gallery. Like, you didn't want to say shit five minutes ago. There, were, there was a shift in education in college when they um, decided to stop teaching kids how to research on their own, how to think on their own, right. and then started teaching them what to think. And I, I mean, I think we, we could back, we could debate that to this to this day right now. And I will take this to the grave, and I will fight this to the end of time. At no point in time, in elementary school, in junior high, in high school, or in college, should a teacher, professor, doctor, anything ever push their political or ideology beliefs on their students. That's not their job. Absolutely not. Their job is to teach these kids the lessons that they're well, fucking trained to teach. Your political beliefs, your religious beliefs, your sexuality beliefs. Well, we've already had this conversation. Are fucking <laughs> none of, yeah. none of it. You have no right to push this on any And kid. COVID brought this all out, right? You know what I mean? Like super, like recently. Yep. Brought it all out about who cares about what and, and who believes what and that kind of thing. It's, um, it's kind of a weird deal. Cause, uh, the, the whole point, the, the way I look at it is like math, right? You go into a math class. <coughs> two plus do you, two equals four. Do you four. want them to tell you two plus two equals four? Or do you want them to show you why it equals four? And if they show you why, they are teaching you how to find that answer and why it matters. And in fact, math, a lot of people say math is useless out, out, out of how school, but it's probably, probably like probably the most thing you use all the time but well besides the english language nah i i feel math is more important than the english language i would agree um but now now they are showing kids that two plus two equals four because they're saying it equals four not because it it does and and if you have two apples and your friend mike gives you two apples you have four fucking apples they're just going to tell you you have four fucking apples because that's what the answer is. And that, that doesn't make any sense to me. And that there, there was this like mishap or something. And one thing that is not debatable is that the Cold War brought Russian um, – uh, you call them spies or whatever, but they, they were um, embedded into the United States – to where that was their whole thing is because how we'll, we'll kind of go off topic, but how do you bring down the biggest, baddest fucking country that has the best military, the smartest scientists, the smartest fucking uh, people alive? Is you have to go inside. Yeah, you have to you have to work from the inside out. Work, work from the inside out. Well, one of their biggest things is like, well, fuck, dude. How about we just fuck with their education system? 
So you go into the education system and you start teaching these fucking what what racist uh, or critical race theory, which is like probably it, the most racist training there is, is that, and Joe Rogan said it, and now he's getting backlash, is that a white Christian male is the most like um, like sought off sought after person when it comes to fucking canceling people like they they don't have a voice anymore and i fucking i drop right into that bucket and it's like i don't know what the fuck's going on but now i think just the white they are the white male in general white male in general but then you add christian to it and it, it it's game over but it's like this whole thing about they are now teaching these people how to come out. Of, they're teaching these kids to come out of school, and they're fucking. It's fucking nuts. It's nuts. It is. So um, we'll get back into um, percent saying most people in our society blank each of the following. So look up to masculine men, men who are manly or masculine. Fifty three percent. Say people most look up to our society um, to masculine men. Thirty-nine um, percent neither look up or nor down. Seven percent look down upon masculine men. That makes sense. So that's not that's Doesn't not that. Me at all. That's not that. I mean, that's actually better than I thought because it's uh, this whole toxic masculinity thing. Um, it's almost bad to be. An alpha now, right? You know what I mean? Like, yes. well, not according to that. Well, here's the deal. You just said that 30, is I think I think Gillette look up to Gillette started that whole thing with their uh, toxic masculinity, right? Commercial, Gillette? yeah. Yep. It was Gillette right? I think it was. So that we we can kind of like jump into that because I think uh, it's five till your bedtime. Five till your Uber gets here. Is it already? Yeah. Oh shit. Goes quick, huh? That went by fast. So we'll we'll kind of touch on this and then we can we can uh, end it or whatever. But um, this this whole toxic masculinity thing is um, it it, it could be a detriment to our society and it, it looks like not could be it already is. Well, what what to me what I've kind of seen is it actually was better because what we saw happening before before like this toxic toxic masculinity really like took a deep dive and started like hammering stuff and you saw these fucking whack-ass feminists fucking talking about it is the way men were were kind of like kind of going down and then this whole like if anything trump did right is he brought out the truth in a lot of things. And uh, a lot of conservative men found their voices from this. Yeah, I thought Trump this. actually brought out a lot of more, like, masculinity. Like, dudes can be dudes again. You know what I mean? Dudes can be dudes again. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, we didn't have to hide right, and all the shit. probably the bad way to say it, but I don't know how else to say it. You and I, I mean? and I'll, like, I'll tell you one thing. Like, being a dude... Isn't fucking a bad thing. Talking shit. It, well, what it what it's not is 
talking shit about your wife to your friends. It's no. not fucking no, that's uh, not, that's not treating being, people that's like shit. That's not being a dude. That's not, that's being, not being a, a real man. No. It, it's not, I mean, be, being a fucking manly man, being a masculine man, there's nothing wrong with that. Being a dude, as we call it, I, lo- I, I love the word dude. I mean, Big yeah. Lebowski fucking. Sorry, I, 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 I threw love it out it. there. but No, yeah, I, I not, love it. I, I actually love it. I'm the dude, yeah. dude. But, um. But being a dude isn't a bad thing, and what I, I Trump, it, the MAGA movement, I, I will say, it brought it out to where it wasn't a bad thing, and then, then you had these feminists. Well, being a dude almost became like ostracized, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it almost all did. All of a sudden, like all of a sudden, if you were just a heterosexual man, all of a sudden it was like you're being ostracized for no reason. Right. right. There was something wrong with. There you. was something wrong with it. Like. And that did, that was not right in my mind, anyway. You know what I mean? Like, any Christian white, or, sorry, not white had nothing to do with it. Any Christian man's mind had nothing, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to fucking feel the certain way. If, if they can feel the way they feel, we can feel the way we feel, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? They, they're, I'll let them go do whatever they want to do or whatever, like, but... There's nothing wrong with us feeling the way that we want to uh, feel too, you know. So. So we had this conversation. Have you guys? And had this? Uh, well, not not necessarily. It was over a text group, but um, Patriot Rob had sent a picture, saying like, "Hey, we we were okay with you being gay, so you started shoving it down our throats. We were okay with you doing this, so you started shoving it down our throats." Um, we've come into a society where it's really easy and you'll even see a lot of Christian churches do this. Now you feel bad for being a hetero fucking male. Well, it's weird. One of the things like it, we've kind of gotten this thing to where it's like, you do you right. Hey, just do you and and leave me out of it. And I'm fine. I'm going to go the opposite way because our fucking cunt Republican politicians have always took the stance of, We'll be the bigger man. 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 We're going to step back. You can do this. And now look what they're shoving down their throats. Right. Oh, I thought I thought it was oh, a blue one. I thought it was a blue one. You thought it was my Uber? I thought it was the Uber. <laughs> but it's like we've allowed them to do so much. They continue to push the line. It's like, all right, if I let my kids stay up to fucking 830 tonight, Tomorrow he's going to stay up till 835. Right. Then the next night he's going to stay up till 840. Our, our Republican politicians have allowed this to happen, and we've allowed this to happen because all we've done is turn a, turn a blind eye, turn yeah. a blind eye, turn yeah. a blind eye. Yeah. Can't turn a blind eye anymore. No, what the fuck you're doing is wrong, 100%. and you need to quit fucking doing it. And if you want to do it, do it behind fucking closed doors, but don't shove it down our goddamn throats. Right. Sorry, Mom. Usually I, you're the one. My mom listens to this. You hear we, that, Donna? We, we, we it wasn't say, me. Oh, I'm sorry, Donna. We I say love you. we say the GD word in, or JC, and she gets she doesn't like it. It wasn't me, Donna. Because the way the way I was raised is there's actually no curse words. Like fuck is not actually a curse word. Someone said that was derogatory one time, like probably a, a liberal, and now it's a curse word. Saying the Lord's name in vain is a curse word. So, yeah. Sorry. That that's the only curse word in my house. Yeah, the that's Lord. the only curse it's word. It's the Lord's name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell I tell my kids like Gina fucking hates that, but I tell Christina. I, can say I tell the kids long. like, hey, if Lucas drops the f bomb in front of me and no one's around, I don't care. Just don't go say it in front of the other kids. Like, right. just don't say it in front of them. But anyways, 
We, we've allowed them to do their shit for too long. Now we need to take a step back and fucking look and say, okay, stop doing this shit because what a long time ago turned into the first gay marriage in, in America now is fucking men going into girls' locker rooms and men beating the shit out of women in fucking female sports, and that's not okay. That's not okay in my book. I'm sorry. And Yeah. And fucking having these, uh, these, uh, no, Dude, th- no I guarantee mi- they can hear you chewing your fucking Probably. janky ass fingernails on the podcast. It's bugging me. I got a hangnail. I know, but I hear. Oh my gosh. Stop doing that, dude. Fucking stop. <laughs> That's what I hear over here. And I guarantee they can hear it. But go ahead. Uh, did I throw you off? No, you're good. You're good. He lost his train of thought. Again. <laughs> I know. It's not like, my fault this time, though. No, it's not your fault. <laughs> no, it's not. I squirreled out. Sorry. I just kept hearing chomping. Sorry. Chompy McChomperson. But anyways, <clears throat> I just... We need to, we need to say... I, I want, let's make a Whiskey Friday podcast shirt that being a dude is okay. Or something like that. Being a dude, being a dude's a dude. If you're a dude, you're a dude. Yeah. What should we make? I totally totally agree with you right now. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. We should totally do it. I think, I think we should. Let's think of a name. Now, now here's my thing is like. Dudes will be dudes. So, so it, it doesn't mean just because I think this way. That I'm gonna go out and bash gay people in. Absolutely not. That's it. But that's the no. way they take it, and of that's course. the way that's the way they've pushed it for so long that now we have to feel bad. Which is for why it. we're fighting to just be heterosexual right now. Y- yes. <laughs> and, like no joke. Like, and if you're married to a woman in some areas of this country, like Oregon, Washington State, New York, you're married to a woman, you're a homophobe. Yeah. And it's like. There, there are people out there that are like, if you're not willing to date a trans woman, you're a fucking, you're, you're a transphobe. And you're like, no, I'm just a dude. I like <laughs> pussy. I'm yeah. sorry. So yeah. it's, so. And I like my wife's yeah. on top of that. Bringing it back to, to that. It's like that Tom McDonald song. Yes. Where he sings about it. And he's like, yes. So I'm a homophobic because I don't want to date guys. Okay. Tight. Like, yeah. Tight, yeah. yeah, like, tight. Do, I, do I have a problem with gay people? No, no, like, absolutely not. You want to be gay? You want to have but sex don't with another force man? Your agenda but, on hey, me. awesome, that's great. Am I gonna bang another dude? But absolutely not. But I don't care if you do it. But this country was founded on Christianity. One percent. That's why they the, came over here. The Christian churches were the places where our founding fathers would meet underground, planning next battles. They crossed a, a sea that didn't even know that ended <laughs> to come over here. I mean, come on. There's your oobs. There's my ubers. Oobs and magoobs. My oobs and magoobs. What, uh... Hello. <coughs> I heard a fucking funny-ass joke today. Oh, no, I got one. Okay. So mine's not a joke. Okay, so let me say mine. No, Do you want to uh, end it on yours or mine? No, because mine's not a joke. Mine's a, a Chuck Norris thing. Okay, cool. I like it. I like see, it. We were talking about so do you want me to end it on so mine, we or do you want to second. end it on yours? We're already talking about you. We're still talking on the podcast. Oh, we, we got like four minutes left. Four minutes left. 
right. I'll drive slow. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, I'll drive slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get pulled over. <laughs> right? They're going to be like, excuse me, ma'am, have you been drinking? Yeah. All right, so. Oh. Whole spit bottle all over. Foul. Uh, foul. Do you, you know the, ah, yeah. ah, 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 So I, ah, I heard one today. Ah. It, it got me. It, it was like, ah. And he goes, you know how 10 plus 10 and 11 plus 11 equal the same thing? What? 10 plus 10 and 11 plus 11 equal the same thing. No, they don't. 10 plus 10 equals 20. 11 plus 11 22. equals 22. Fuck you with that joke. That's pretty good. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. I like it. Come on, come on. Hey, don't leave me hanging. Yeah, that's a good one. I love those guys. I know, dude. They're they're fucking hilarious. They're always like, Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, but it's uh, what they slap at the end. Yeah. At the like after they say the joke, they oh, just yeah, fucking smash it. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. Like yeah. they slap something. Did you see the? There was a no, There was one I just saw a couple days ago. Did you see when he slapped the that like looked like a NASCAR tire? Yes. Yeah. And he hit it. Boom. And he was like, but the way he slapped it. Yeah. He was like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Like it hurt him. Yeah. He was like ah, oh, fuck that hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, do you know what we're talking about? No, I have you seen right, So, so the, this group of black guys started this thing, and it's fucking, it's trending everywhere. It is so the funniest thing. Is that you right? No. Yeah, that's her. Oh. Yeah. So they do this thing to where, like, all of a sudden they're, like, sitting there doing whatever, and it's like, ah! And then they go, oh, why the, why, why the, why the chicken cross the road? road? And then they you know, say, like, a funny dad joke. And then they they go, a ah! A super slow joke. Ah, yeah. Ah, it's ah, funny. <laughs> All right, so say your Chuck Norris joke. All right, so did you know that Chuck Norris doesn't call the wrong number? You answer the wrong phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Thank good you, night. Speedway. Good night. We love you. Love you. Bye.